0: Hey, it's Rebecca, and I just got off an amazing call with Nicole. Nicole is the founder of Ski Moms Fun, but she's awesome. She's not just a skier. So even if you're not a skier, you are going to love our conversation. Nicole is going to be presenting at our summit, our virtual conference here, May 8th through the 12th. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited to introduce her to you today because I think What she has to say is going to inspire you and encourage you and support you. And um, she's going to be presenting at our summit and talking about connection and community and how to build all those things and why we need each other as women. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Nicole. When did you start skiing? Have you been skiing like your whole life?
1: I I skied when I was, I think I took a lesson when I was 13, um, someplace in the Poconos uh-huh. And I didn't get it, like both literally and um, uh, intellectually. And then I went on a couple trips in high school, you know, on the bus. I don't know if you did those. The ski bus. Yeah. And I was in borrowed clothes and I was with my brother's like old ski boots and skis, like nothing fit. It was super cold.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I know there was Bon Jovi playing over the radio, <laughs> uh, over on the, when you were going up the chairlift, you could hear yeah. it. Yeah just seeing rocks on wherever I was. I don't even remember. And I was like, this is not for me. Um, And then I didn't ski for decades. Um, And then in my thirties, I fell in love with a diehard skier and it was kind of a deal breaker for him. And he's like, just come out West. You've never skied anywhere, but like Pennsylvania and New Jersey, (laughs) come come where there's actual snow. Yeah, I did. And I loved it. And I understood the whole thing. So after that, I've been skiing a lot um and now I've been skiing for 20 years now so a lot it's just what you do
0: it's what I do yeah did you marry did this guy become your I did yeah he's a lot too (laughs) yeah my my story's a little similar in that um I was the skier and my husband grew up downhill skiing but I grew up cross-country skiing and downhill skiing and he had never cross-country skied before and I was like okay you got to know how to cross-country ski I love cross-country skiing and so that's the type of skiing that I love the most and so that's how he he won me over by taking some ski lessons and learning how to cross-country ski because I think it's important for a relationship to have that you know that common interest, but also to have a spouse that pushes you a little bit or a partner that push it, pushes you a little bit to try something that's a little bit uncomfortable and outside of your, what you normally do. Completely agree. And
1: we picked up Nordic skiing later in life. Um, one of our kids, one of my daughters has epilepsy. So Alpine skiing, she does still Alpine ski. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some inherent risks with it for everybody, yeah. but when you're a seizure prone, it's even more risky. Yeah. So yeah. She um, is a Nordic skier and she learned side-by-side side with me. Like we were doing the oh, clinics cool. together. Um, yeah. and that was really humbling. And uh, she's so much better than I am now. I mean, it's not even, it's like night and day, but that was really fun to learn late in life. And I'm so excited that it was added to my ways to play in winter because, uh, I mean, I can certainly see myself Nordic skiing <laughs> into my 80s and 90s oh, uh, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So Nicole, you, it's weird to have the rules reversed because usually you're asking me the questions, but you do a ton of stuff to help women get outside and feel empowered and to connect with community. Um, and we're skiers. So we have that mutual love of sliding over the snow on something slippery. Um, how, why, why is it important For you to help women feel empowered to go outside to try new things, especially skiing, because it's complicated, it's cold, it's dark, it's windy, all the things. Why is that important to you?
1: First and foremost, I think making friends with winter was really important to me. So many people struggle, especially in New England, with winter. It gets dark extremely early. The weather is very challenging just getting from point A to point B, either if you're walking or driving. And you start to have a grudge against a season, which is not a healthy healthy attitude. Yeah. I think finding joy in this season, because it's a long one again in New England, uh, was really important. And it just changed my whole outlook with the darker days. I was like, ooh, (laughs) ski season's coming. There's a reason it's getting dark because it's going to snow. And then when the weather got colder, uh, it it was purposeful. So you can go snowshoeing or you can go cross-country skiing. Mm -hmm. And it just flipped my whole mindset to have a way to play in this particular season um, and I just brought me so much joy. And I really wanted to share that because there were so many people when I was in, in living in uh, Brooklyn, primarily, who would just get so nasty and bitter in the, in the winter. And it's like, <laughs> if you could tap into a way to like this, mm-hmm. life would go much better for you. So trying to find a way to share that. Um, and, you know, especially for moms, because we do so many things. So for women, we are the keepers of the calendar. We're the finder of the things when it's, you know, it's not lost until mom can't find it. So we keep so much in our brains and being able to find joy in play. And that's what skiing feels like to me, to, to play. So wanting to share that with women, specifically with moms who don't get that much play in their lives was really the reason for almost everything I do right now
0: how did you get started with um, I have my ski mom and my ski mom badge right there How, (laughs) how did you get started with all of this and with building community and connecting women and empowering women yeah so
1: this is probably my second or third community that I've built. So I'm pretty adept at them. You know, yeah. I started the first one with new moms and then I started another one for influencers who were um, working in New York City and then um when this one came around it was really filling a need for for me trying to find more women to do the things that I wanted to do and also make it easier for families to get out there and enjoy the the season. So one of the first things, you know, is identifying the community you want to connect with. Um, The next step is finding a way to connect with them. You know, I've used social media almost exclusively. You know, we have done events um, Mm -hmm. back in the Early to mid two thousands, we did live events, um, and I'm not going to say I'm not going to do them again in the future. But you know, online um, is really, really helpful, and really making it um, honest, making it affordable, making it approachable, and making it really safe to ask questions. Uh, because when you're learning something new or you're meeting new people, you really want to make um, it's very easy to tell it's uh, very easy to share what you don't know so you can pick up new information.
0: Yeah. Yeah, drop the ego that we all have something to learn from each other. That's so cool. You're going to be presenting at our upcoming summit in May. I'm really excited. Um uh, in I I don't want to give away like your whole speech and your whole presentation. I just want to give people a little a little taste of it so that they'll buy a ticket and come and listen to you inspire and empower us. Uh, so, in just sixty seconds or less, tell us what you're what you're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about building a
1: community and building a community that is an agent of change, mm-hmm. uh, and a community that can help propel you towards expanding to personal growth to business growth. And we'll be talking a little bit about using social media, but also using data collection um, and a sense of humor as well. Nice. So it's something that even the non-skiers out there will be able to enjoy. Absolutely. So if you're building a business or you're trying to build a brand or you're trying to reach women um, with what you're doing, Mm -hmm. it is going to be relevant to you.
0: I'm going to learn from you, Nicole. I can't wait. I learn from you every time we talk. Um, why does that interest to you? Why Why is it that that topic is something that you want to share with the world?
1: Well, we've let men do a lot of things for a lot of time. And um, I kind of see the pickle that we're in right now by not having enough women decision makers and um, leaders out there. So I want to encourage the next generation of leaders um, to invent new products, to run businesses, to run resorts, to be the communicators, to be work in politics, work in policy, but finding ways to, you know, gather other people around a common goal is really important and empowering women. It just seems like we can't wait any longer to get more power into the hands of women for sure.
0: I I had this I had this moment when you were speaking about when I was in the army and I was deployed to Iraq and I looked up and I saw all these male general officers making all the decisions. And I was like, oh, my God, if there was a competent female in charge of the army, we would not be at war. We would find a way to settle problems without costing lives. And so I completely agree. I, I think that women need to be in positions of of. Decision-making, policy-making power because we're freaking awesome. Yeah, we're much
1: less likely to put um, one of our child's lives on the line um, after having given birth. I mean, I, it is just, it's just facts. Um, and yeah. we're much because we don't have the same physical strength um again, biological facts, we have to be able to communicate to get what we want. And we've got to be able to compromise to get what we want. So I think women have really good skills. Yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, we do. I'm excited to hear your presentation to learn from you. Um, I would like to know, you're an outdoor woman too. And you're not just a skier, you do all the other things too. So talk to me about um, being outside and how being outside has um, shaped and molded your perspectives of women and leadership.
1: Okay. B- being outside makes me just feel incredibly competent. Um, you know, being able to trust what my body can do physically mm-hmm. helps me trust my ideas as well. You know, Ooh. when I've done a six mile hike and you get to the the top and you're looking at the views that just that moment of pride and accomplishment, it rolls over into so many other areas of your life and feeling strong and capable in your body is going to help you make better decisions. It's going to help you with your relationships as well. Um, and it also is uh, you know, that's really powerful as well. You know, we're fed so many things that we've got to buy and we've got to, you know, change about ourselves or beauty standards. Um, and the outdoors doesn't judge you on those things about how many likes that you get or whether your thighs are are trim or not. The outdoors just says, you know, come hike, come play, come challenge, and I will meet you where you are.
0: Yeah, it's non-discriminatory. We can all learn a lesson from Mother Nature here. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Nicole, if you could uh, ride a chairlift and spend a day on the mountain with one person dead or alive, who would it be and why? Who inspires you?
1: Well, I do. Fortunately, I get to ride the chairlift with my two teenage girls all the time, which they do inspire me greatly. They're so funny and so purposeful. And um, they are not comfortable with status quo, which I love um, about them. But I also, um, I was just at the World Cup last weekend and we, I know it was so exciting. Michaela (laughs) Schiff won her 90th World Cup Uh, win, which was amazing. But um, I was watching her mom. I was actually watching her mom coach, Eileen, Mm -hmm. more than I was watching Michaela. She was Mm -hmm. so calm. So I think I would Right now, that's who I would say would want to ride a chairlift Um, because she's also getting older and she's probably my age, maybe a little bit older. Mm -hmm. She's in incredible physical shape. She also never is in the spotlight, like never is trying to to gain any attention. And however she raised this particular athlete, like Michaela Schifrin, again, never got into any trouble. I mean- She's just raised some really good humans who've had to do some really challenging things between Mikhail and her brother. So Mm -hmm. I'd love to talk to her about her parenting, her fitness, um, and her relationship with skiing. You know, does she still find joy in it, even though, you know, it's mostly about her daughter? Does she still find time to play? So I I love interviewing, um, you know, women who are professionals in this industry, Mm -hmm. um, maybe don't know about, but who are, you know, doing
0: amazing things. I yes, and as a parent of a ski racer, I I would love for you to interview her too because um, I feel like I walk this very fine line between um when do I when do I coach my kid because I want him to be really successful and and kind of kind of kick ass and when do I back off and 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 just be there with the hot chocolate after the race. Yeah, so. and just
1: mom as a verb, you know, just like love yeah. them and, and, um, you know, tell them to make their bed and put their shoes away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky thing parenting an athlete, especially when you've done the sport yourself. So please interview her. And I'm working please. on it. <laughs> what do I need to do? I'll send her an I'll send her an Instagram message and be like, Yes, hey, please go on me, but... Mom's
1: podcast. They need to hear from
0: you. <laughs> please, please, or write a book or yeah. do a documentary or something. Um, yeah, I love I love inspiring women like that who we can look up to and and just they're not perfect, I'm sure. Nobody's perfect, but um they've done something right that we can yeah. all learn from. Um what advice would you give to someone? So we have, you know, we're Hike Like a Woman. We have non-skiers in our community. I think everybody should be a skier. And I think everybody can be a skier. And uh, if you're not a skier, then go see Nicole or and go, go downhill ski with her in the east or come cross-country ski with me here in the Rockies. But what would you say to the woman who wants to try something new. So maybe she wants to learn how to ski or maybe she wants to learn how to skydive or she wants to do a really long, epic multi-day backpacking trip, but she's feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit scared, a little bit hesitant to like leave her comfort zone and try that new activity. What would you say to her?
1: I would say a couple things. First is you know start small. Um, do, if you're looking for a multi-day hike, you know, start with an hour, start getting comfortable, start breaking in those hiking shoes, um, start gather- gathering information. You know, I love podcasts and I love books. I love audiobooks. Um, so, you know, start getting information and then, Finding the community is so important Um, and we're fortunate. That's the one good thing of social media. There's not much about it that's great, but it does let you connect with, I mean, you and I have never been in the same state as far as I know, but we've developed a relationship thanks to social media. So Mm -hmm. finding other women who maybe have a little bit more experience or a lot more experience or in the exact same boat, you know, so they can share um, ideas and they can encourage Encourage each other it's really important and it can also save you a lot of time because if somebody's already tried on the three pairs of hiking boots that didn't work for wide feet yeah. uh, why should you have to go right. through the work of trying on those three pairs of hiking boots so right. there you go
0: yeah community it all it all comes back to connection and community really yeah so we did a full circle here <laughs> like where can we learn more about what you do so probably
1: the best place to start overall is Mom Trends, which is our overall company, momtrends.com. There are a lot of long format articles about resorts and skiing there. And then if you want to see what I'm doing day to day at Instagram at Ski Moms Fun, you'll see a lot of photos of me with my dog, hiking, skiing. Um, we're going to get our skinny skis on for the first time tomorrow and I'm taking him to the trails where you can take the dog. Um, So he will start spinning in circles as soon as he sees those skinny skis come out. Like he just gets apoplectic. Um, (laughs) Those are the best places to start. And then, you know, there's lots of links and other information there. Um, Specifically within the ski community, we have this amazing private Facebook group. Um, It's only private in that there's no men in it. So like the one question is like, do you identify as female? And that's yeah. pretty much it. After that, you have to like answer a couple of other questions just to make sure you're not a bot. Um, yes. But we have 11,000 women in that group now.
0: That's wow. completely
1: amazing. And we've just solved problems every day. Somebody the other day posted that she's got um, a type one diabetic child and she wants to ski. She wants to teach her kids to learn to ski, but she wants to be close to a hospital. She mm-hmm. posted the question within Fifteen minutes, she had twenty recommendations with the distance, you know, and like a recommendation about skiing as a diabetic to keep their pens in yes. the pocket, um, you know, where you can normally keep your your lip pass, um, and then they had like some suggested snacks that can that won't freeze. I was just blown away by the knowledge in this group, so I highly recommend if you've got a question or if you've got answers, joining that group because it is. I, we've not stumped the group yet. Oh, sounds
0: like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. And your podcast. When oh, and my podcast. podcast. So this
1: is Mom's podcast. You can find it okay. everywhere, anywhere. We have interviewed some um, Olympians. And we interviewed one mom of an Olympian. But she um, she had some good tips. It's a good one, Lisa Weibrecht. But we're always looking for more. I was, again, at World Cup. And I was hunting down Paula Malton's mom. Um, she was very easy to, to find because she was wearing a big jersey that said Maltzen. Um, so I'm working on it. But we have lots of fun interviews. And I'm just as happy interviewing a mom lifty as I am the um, GM of Big Sky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. lifties make the world go round. And I grew up in Bozeman. So Big Sky was my number two ski area right behind Bridger Bowl. Bridger's way better.
1: I am just so grateful for what the outdoors has given me. I would say in my fifties, it has given me an opportunity to reinvent myself um, Mm -hmm. career wise when I don't really want to be talking about, you know, parenting or the latest gadgets or gear for moms. Mm -hmm. I really want to be talking about, Playing outside and getting more women to do that, and inadvertently, it's really led me to um, this sort of age positive movement as well. That mm-hmm. uh, I'm so comfortable in the skin I'm in because I like what my body can do. That um, that's kind of uh, bled into a lot of the other things that I do with work.
0: Who would have thought that that would be a result of diving into this? That you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, middle age. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Just a chance. It's a chance to um, reinvent yourself for sure. Yeah, so cool. Isn't Nicole fantastic? If I had a big sister, I would want her to be Nicole because she is that cool and I hope that I can go skiing with her someday because if you've been around Hike Like a Woman for a while, you know that I love to ski and really this should be Ski Like a Woman. So I don't care if it's downhill skiing, cross-country skiing, backcountry skiing, whatever. If you have skis on your feet and we're sliding around on snow, I am a happy camper. So uh Nicole's awesome and our conversation was awesome. And if you want to learn more about how you can catch her entire presentation, uh, head on over to our website, hikelikewoman.com. There you can find all the information that you need to know about our summit. Uh, you can, you can find out when tickets go on sale, February 1st, how much it's going to cost, all those things. So head on over to our website, hikelikewoman.com and check it out and then go visit Ski Mom's Fun as well.